Facebook. Where's your snapper? Where's your snapper? Yeah, when I've got my vision. I've, I've fixed that's it. That's the official. Yeah, so that's when your, I'm. That's the official. Let's go. The official so, is when I've got it. Okay. Go oh, you fix oh, it. Oh, Snap. Welcome Monday yeah. morning minutes with myself, Michael Bergio, and co host, infamous Mark Novak. Yes. And this morning we're going to be talking about giving it to your agent um, and basically what agreements a vendor engages real estate agents different ways and how it may look for a consumer. Because um, yep. what sparked this was, I was just scrolling, g'day Michael, hope you're well. Um, I was just scrolling through like platforms and when you're looking at properties and then you see two agents on it and then I was like, well, from a client's point of view, how would they know what that means and why there's two agents and does it affect them? And I, I think it does to a certain, uh, it does, especially when it comes to an open or conjunction when you're on a property and you know who's really incentivized to get you the deal. Mark, what are the three types of agreements and ways? Open agency, yep. which is just like this, that's like tarting around. It's, um, yep. it's, a, it's tarty, tart, tart, tart. Um, yep. Co-agent. Uh, where you're officially and exclusively appointing two agents only. So yep. the open agency, I'll tell you about them. We'll, we'll drill into them a bit more. And then exclusive agency, which is your, uh, you're committed to one, one's committed to you. So yep. the open agency is a bit like a swingers party. Yeah, you can give it to Ex multiple agents. So go to Ex give it to multiple agents, say whoever you got for it. See how you go. Yeah. Most of the... They're not, uh, yeah, to go through and then we'll go through pros and cons, I reckon. Okay, let's talk about open. Let's talk about exclusive first. Let's give this the good, wholesome, honest to goodness. So this is, when you, so I'm going to be talking about this appointment. It's actually, there's a, there's a, it's a sheet of paper. You give a real estate agent that puts down the, it's, that puts down that you are appointing that agent. And you've got yep. three different, three different ways you can appoint an agent. So when you Morning, Lisa Kramer. Agent. Thanks for saying happy Monday. Andrew Cole, happy Monday as well, guys. Thanks for tuning in. It's good to see hey you guys. back. So, hey, guys. Yep, go on, Mark. So, All yeah. right. So when you appoint an agent as an exclusive agent, you're signing a piece of paper saying, hey, if you get the, the price that I'm happy with, um, that price can also vary, by the way. You're not committing it on that agreement. Um, if you get the price that I'm happy with, I will pay you a selling fee, an incentive fee of blah, blah percentage on, 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 on settlement, on exchange, whatever that is. So it sort of sets out those terms, but you're giving it to one agent, yeah? Mm. Yep. And I, I particularly, obviously we're a little biased, but I, I do always reckon that is, mo I, I think there's probably not many occasions where an alternative would be better, but we can get through that. But I do like the exclusive agent because I'd rather one agent working 100% for that deal because we do know if you're giving it to two agents and there's really a half chance of them selling and then they've got other clients where they're guaranteed basically the fee because they're the only agent, I do feel majority of the time the agent does work harder on the exclusive agreement with that exclusive client than necessarily on an open because there's, especially when um, when you're doing a lot of volume, where you, there's a lot of time that goes into it. And I think you tend to find when it's an open listing that most of the, t the agents may only spend really, let's say half their time because they're not guaranteed for the sale. Where I think a lot of owners think it's the other way around. You give 
more agents that you got more people working for you. But I think, I think it's just fact, like they're actually probably not working as hard um, for you. So, so guys, if you just tuned in, we're talking about giving your property to sell to an agent as exclusive, um, the option. With that, Michael, I reckon also when someone's committed to you, you're committed to them. Yeah. If someone's a little bit dubious to get into a relationship, you're a bit dubious to give your time. And I think, I know it's a business relationship, but you can really liken it to a relationship that's um, uh, like a personal relationship. It's yeah. any relationship. Like you're always going to get more out of the person if you're committed to them one-to-one. Yes. Okay. So then open, when, what about, so it talks about open listing V conjunction and like a co-agency because they probably look the same. They look the same on the portals. You've got two agents, uh, two agents, two companies on the front, but on the back end, it is totally different. Isn't it right? Like, so a conjunction mark would be two agents and they split the comp. Let's say it's 2%. And it's yeah. um, there's a, it's they've probably just done 50-50. Doesn't matter who you call, if you buy it through John, Crystal gets half compared to an open agency. If they're on the same ad, uh, if you call John and John buys and you buy through John, Chris gets paid nothing. So that's sort of the difference. That's correct. So um, cutting out a bit it. on Instamark. Oh, is just, it? Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe turn off your your uh, Wi-Fi, but um, on um, so yeah, I think when you've got two agents and you're appointing two agents, you can pay them two different ways. You can halve the commission between the two agents, um, and that's that's going to be like guys. We're going to make sure you don't fight over the buyer, but we are going to, uh, you know, so you're going to go halves on fee, but it's a fee guarantee for both. Um, mm -hmm. or you can say winner takes all and that's obviously a little bit of a it's it's quite rough and that's mm. when there's there's um the two agents on it and uh they're fighting for the right but they're both advertising but i think as, as a, you're right as a consumer like i think you're like shit these guys can't sell the property when you see it advertised on real estate.com with two agents you're like what's wrong with this place why do they need to have two agents because no one else has two agents yeah, so a lot of the time it comes to it, it may be in commercial, it could be the client generally just has a relationship with two agents and doesn't want to choose a lot of the time. Like we've, they've done maybe three or four deals with you, they've seen you've done a lot in the area and they simply can't choose and they just say, you're doing it together. Um, yep. Or they perceive, let's say a city agent has this international reach and then you're the local agent I think if you're going to do a combination, like I, so I can see merit behind that. There's having two local agents on it, sort of, I don't know, weird. that's a, a bit weird, but I see having the city agent V and local. Well, we did it across the road from the office where it was a co-agency. We had, um, I think it was Colliers and us, and we had 11 shops um, across the road from the office that we were selling. And the owner's attitude was, that you know the the city agent was going to get that international inquiry and investors mm. and the owner's attitude was we had a strong local content of buyers um so yep. they wanted to tap into both markets and in hindsight we sold 11 at, you've got to know your area like if you're in an area where there's a lot of you got to listen to the agents if there's a lot of locals buying then you necessarily need to um 
like on that example, it was 11 to 12 we sold and they're all locals for that type of property. So it's... um. And that, and that we, one they did sell, we, we, we both introduced the buyer at the same time. Yeah. And because if it, like, it, it makes it better rather than fighting over the buyer. I think it's, I, if I reckon if you're going to go into it as much as you hate it, when you say, you say to yourself 80% of them, I think for the consumer's point of view, it's better if it's not a free for all, because then it can get a bit messy. Some agents can ruin that consumer experience because like, no, you called me first and they make it a bit nasty and deals can get lost when uh, an agent yeah, the reporting was difficult as well. Like the owner, when the owners are getting reporting from their agent, it doubles the reporting. It doubles the the um, agent interaction. So you look at how much, if we, you look at how much interaction we have with someone that's selling, we can mm. speak to you up to ten times a day when you're selling your place. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you're dealing, if you're dealing with two agents, make that twenty times a day. It would, I reckon, it's a little bit more taxing on the owner when you've got a dual agency co-agency yeah and i find let's where i say it can work best or i've done it is almost when you don't want the best price i know it sounds weird but i think this is a fact because let's say the asset's worth 3.9 and you're happy to take 3.8 and you really want a quick sale give it to everyone it's under market first in best dress that can really see it work because yep. when you have an open listing, you're, you're, when you're an agent solely for that property, you can really, it's a, a sort of a, it's a whole timeline. You're working with buyers to get the best price. You may be negotiating with a couple of weeks, building it up. G'day, Amal, thanks for watching on Insta. You're really building that campaign up. You're negotiating. And sometimes you need a bit of time because your underbidder may be doing the final checks of approval and you're waiting a week to like, there's just building blocks to getting that price and knowing you get, get the most for it. But when you're competing against other agents and when there's an option of potentially not selling it, you're sort of, you're a bit rushing it and you're just trying to get that deal across the line. But that's okay if that owner has that go, I just want it sold quickly. And I don't really want you going building blocks for the best price. It's just, I need it sold now. What about um, your, your Brookfile example that we we're talking about the other day on um, on yeah. instant media? Like, I think that there was a war between two buyers, and it ended up not being a war of who's going to pay the best price. Yeah, it's it who up, can it, buy it, the quickest. It turns into yeah, because you sort of just wanted it sold so you could get the commission, and the other agent just wanted it sold so they could get the commission. Yeah, and it was a race to who could get it done quicker. But if you had both of those buyers on your books, you would sort of start tipping them off each other and saying, guys, you've really, only one of you can buy this. You really got to come up to the best price. So the owner, by having the owner having two agents selling the property, they changed the rules of engagement a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you just did what you, the best you could for your buyer. They did the best they could for their buyer to get an exchange and it didn't become a race on war a race on price it became a, a race on time yeah and in this example that's okay because that's what the owner wanted they yeah. had their price it was yeah. which is okay so i think as yeah, but, owners out there you you sort of need to know what's your situation but yeah if it's very difficult to if you all got a property and you got expectations of let's say the market says it's worth a million and you're really wanting 1.3, 
you're not going to, it's very hard to get it with that conjunction open structure because you need that, it's, you need to build those blocks, competition within buyers um, to get there. And when it's a bit of a free for all, you don't get it. You're just getting people throw it there. Which, so we've talked about we, we've talked about property selling get, selling property exclusively with one with if you're appointing an agent one agent which is exclusive. Yeah. We've talked about co-agent which is appointing two agents to sell your property, um, and then we've also still got to talk about the um, the swingers party um, type open of agency agreement but the the open agency. Yep, and that's where you may see multiple ads online. So what would you, is there any difference, Mark, when you see the portal of the, let's say two companies, four agents, who do you know who to call? Like, are they all like, do you just send an inquiry to all of them? One you like the name of, is there any sort of, um, like there's not really a way someone knows who's the smartest on the campaign, is there? It's not like yeah, um, I think it's a bit of a guess to see you know who's yeah. going to deal with it the most professionally. You want you know like a yeah. a solid brand, a professional operator, because this is going to be something an asset that you're purchasing. You want it handled professionally. So I don't, I think sometimes you can look at if you see it through a couple of different agents, try to choose the one that's um, the, the the better operator by you know mm. by reputation. Yeah, Michael Edwards made a good point. Three different agents, three different stories, and that's where. That can come undone a lot, especially when buyers start playing agents off each other. They will call both. Yeah, the one yeah, thing I've learned, say that. Yeah. The, the buyer is going to call both agents. Yeah. And if you've got a not so sharp agent, be sharp agent, and they're just telling two different things uh, or not explaining it the same way, it can really be detrimental um, to it, well, especially I with like, gee, it comes down to price where you're trying to build them in and they go, well, that agent said I can buy it for that. And you're like, well, fuck. I was at least saying you may have paid more. Like, yeah, that's a big one. Three different stories. And and also as an owner, you, you're potentially putting the best buyer opposite a phenomenal agent the, in the marketplace and a really bad agent in the marketplace. And I guess you sort of don't know. It's, yeah, it's risky business, hey? Yeah. It's risky business. And at least... Generally, with um, the if you're going to do it, I do prefer exclusive because then you generally uh, put the mark. You're putting the marketing money behind it. You're backing one horse to get you the best price, which you've come. You've obviously done a lot of vetting to get there, and then at least the conjunction because the one ad. Because the thing is, you're not. You could choose one agent and do a five grand campaign. You paid out your money because. With an open listing, you're not going to give each agent five grand, and an agent's not really going to invest much money nor time when they've got a one in five chance of selling it. So, therefore, yeah. your property's not getting the marketing exposure into that marketing place with the the portals as well. So, I think you've just really got to assess your scenario and the yeah. pricing you want to achieve, and which way would do best. Um, there's obviously times when they all can work. Um, you've just got well, to it's know, a, it's know a, it. It's a race. It's a race to get it sold, not a race to get it sold at the best price. Yeah. Because when there's three agents on it, it's like you're happy with that. Bang, let's do this. Whereas when it's exclusive, it's like let's assess, let's 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 face this, let's look around, let's make sure we're we're nailing every single avenue before we close it out. Yeah. Like, really give me another. Give me another couple of days. I'll call every buyer back and make sure it's at last and just. 
Like you, you've got time. Well, it's, it's exclusive. You've got time to, to sort of to map it out and get the best price. Have we got any um, any questions or any g'days to say? Yeah, so Marv's there. What a great game last night. I didn't watch it. Apparently, he got a little um, angry. Uh, Mark was saying, anyone got some light yeah, no, on that? Was, was it a red Novak call? Or... I didn't watch it either because I was at a wedding. But, yeah. um, it Novak was, getting got angry, it. never. Yeah, we didn't get angry. He got a bit antsy, hey. Hey, look at that. Um, yeah. He did get a bit antsy. It just... I think um, I think the crowd didn't like it by the sounds of it. Yeah, I'm sure we'll, we'll, our feed will, will come up on our feed. Oh, I've turned the camera around. I'm just like yeah. in the comments if you can see there. All righty. Anything else we want to add there? But I think it was the main thing, just showing, telling, explaining the three different ones, yeah. um, and going Love, going for that. Just so, look, my my advice to everyone out there that's selecting an agent: love the one you're with, choose your agent, go exclusive. Don't worry about dual agents. Don't worry yeah. about open agent where you've got two, three, four, five agents. Just pick a great body agent and run with it. Yeah. And the end of the day, if you're not happy, you don't sell it. You take it off the market. There's You're not just, committed, you know. Take it off. Go with another short, agent. Shorten the agreement up instead ah. of doing a 90-day agreement to a 20-day agreement there you go. or a 30-day agreement. That's the point. I, yeah. I reckon instead of do it, yes, do a 30-day agreement, do a 60-day agreement. Um, but pick your horse, back it, and then reevaluate if it, if they don't deliver on what you're wanting. Awesome. All righty, guys. Thank you, everyone, for watching and tuning in. We'll be back uh, tomorrow morning as well, so we'll go from there. All righty, guys. That's it. And, and keep an eye on our podcast. Really good real estate repertoire of information on the podcast we've included. And if you have any friends or family that are interested in this topic, um, please write their name in here. Yeah, maybe someone just about to appoint a real estate agent and not sure, so this may help. Perfect. Thank you. Cheers. See you, everyone. Have a great week. You too. Bye.